Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of Main Cave Sports Talk Podcast. I'm Ben. That's Thomas. That's Gage. We're here for another week of uh, sports that we act like we know a little bit about. I mean, a little. I mean, we watch the sports. You know, we can read the headlines. You know, we 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 can do that stuff. But uh, but to really know the sports, you know, that's that's we 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 are those guys. I guess maybe I don't know. Yeah, we just it's been a long we day. just fumble through the you know yeah. the topics just like you know yeah. the Patriots fumble into the arms of the Raiders <laughs> for a touchdown. Oh wait, no, sorry, too soon. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's it, hey, at least you're not getting intercepted in overtime. I mean, fair. Yeah, to lose. Fair. That's that's my shot at the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I mean. Yeah, it was it was it was a weekend of sports. You it was know? a great uh, weekend of sports, it was. especially you know I mean? like t- close games, nail biters. Right. Um, it, yeah, it, I, mean, I had a very was, enjoyable. time You had a couple games. games where you were like, "Oh, this is definitely not fun to watch," or "I don't really care." <laughs> type deal, but I mean, really, the spread in most games this weekend in the NFL. Obviously, because I mean we're not really talking NCA right now, guys. Uh, obviously, there's there's bowl games going on, but nothing really uh, held in high regard. You know, you have the Boca Raton bowl going on right now. Um, Is that where all but, the people that are like in their senior year of college go to play their bowl game, <laughs> retiring yeah. out of college? Is it Liberty and Toledo? I think you're playing right now. So. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm looking at this points right now, and I think the biggest win was last night, and that was by 12 points, and that was Green Bay over the Rams. Um, everything else was under, oh, I take, yeah, no. Yeah, that was the biggest, that was the biggest point spread on over the weekend in NFL. So crazy. Uh, a lot of three point, six point games, you know. This could have been decided by you know by a touchdown here or there, but uh, yeah, um, NCA. I, I go back to that. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm all over the place uh, today, but uh, yeah, NCA. Not a whole lot going on. Um, we'll have more to go on next week as uh, as there will be a lot more games uh, being held this weekend, um, and uh, and next weekend as well. Uh, so we'll have some we'll have some more updates on NCA. But uh, yeah, the NFL was just crazy. Uh, I, don't, I I guess I'll start it with the fact that you had games on Saturday, right? I mean, they went they've gone to this format where they have like you know a few games on Saturday at the end of the season, towards yeah. the end of the season, and uh, trying to maximize Saturday the TV doesn't money. perform on Saturday. You know, I I, I was. <laughs> I you know I messaged in our group chat earlier like I was I was hoping that we could use that meme like uh, Saturday shows up on Saturday or something I like and it looked like it was happening I mean it did and and then it didn't like you know you always talk about the oh here comes halftime court Kirk Cousins you know and to save the day or I whatever you, I tell you, you know? all the time it just I don't understand how. The defense for the Colts was playing so well, so well, at the in the first half, and then it just it you just saw like 
the snowball start to come down in the second half. And then it just got, it wasn't that big, right? You know, third, you know, starting off in the third quarter. And then towards the end of the third quarter, it started getting bigger. And then the fourth quarter, it just completely, like, was so big that they couldn't handle it. And, um, yeah, and then not having an offense that could really, that got you any points hardly at all in the game. Uh, yeah, it was, it was bad. The fact that, you know, the, they, they literally lost um a 33 point lead um to go into overtime to the Vikings the Colts that is by the way if you you know weren't catching the Saturday pun um I mean, the Colts and, lost they lost Jonathan Taylor pretty early in that game too yeah um, i mean so that, that was, definitely that was hurts. tough to probably milk away a clock some more and to you know grind it out a little bit um you know having to go with Zach Moss who got a lot of touches and everything but you know yes it's you know Kirk Cousins playing half a game. It's almost like they said in the second half, like, hey, how many times do we throw to Je- uh, Justin Jefferson? Wait, what? Okay, let's just throw it in his direction and see what he could do. He, I thought, by the way, Justin Jefferson was going to be knocked out of the game very early in that game. He took a hit um, from yeah. Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore. That was, it was tough. He got him under the chin with his helmet, with the crown of his helmet, got him under the chin. I thought he was going to be out. He was so mad he got up because he wanted to get back in the huddle. And he, he looked fine. He looked like he wasn't concussed at all. Dude is tough. Tough as nails. He takes some really big hits. Um, I, it worries me that he takes those kind of big hits. He lays his body out to make sure right. he makes a catch. But he does it in a way where he's taking it on the side or in the back. Like He's trying to like prepare for it. He even had a catch in that game where he jumped into it a specific way. So he knew that he was going to get hit, and he was able to kind of withstand it and land on his feet and keep going. It, it, he just, dude, he's an animal. Yeah. Justin Jefferson's an animal. He helped me win my uh my my fantasy uh playoff week this week. <laughs> big big kudos to him and his hundred what eighty yards or whatever it was. Yeah, that was he. He, he, he had, had a big game yeah. again. He's, yeah, he's, he's that guy. He's, he's that guy. He's the guy, that guy. Um, I mean, I guess kind of skip over that because we're not talking about that guy. We're, we're, and I we'll go down and we'll come back up top. Um, you know who's not the guy? Matty Ice. Well, that too. That definitely. I, I mean, he just is just. It is what Baker got sacked five times by the Green Bay Packers defensive <laughs> line. Okay, don't give me this. Like, and and it wasn't like he was taking forever on some of those sacks. A couple of them, he was trying to maybe tr- get something out of it, but like it was like they were in his face after he dropped back three steps. The guys are there. You can't have that. Yeah, a- especially as 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 in a new system. I I still give. Baker the nod for completing some of the passes that he did complete because they were nice they were nice throws. But I mean, at least we know what happened to Matthew Stafford, you know, basically all oh, yeah. this year. Oh, hundred percent. You know, I mean I, I, at this it, obviously we all know that at this point, um, as long as Stafford's still in in the go of you know okay he'll be back you know next early next season type deal or or you know pre he'll be ready for preseason you know baker's literally just out there trying to earn a job for another team um because i do think that he 
given given the right opportunity with a, a team. I don't know. I don't know if if Indianapolis could get their freaking line situation figured out. That's the one problem. Is everybody like, oh, Quentin Nelson? You know, you have a great. No, we don't. We have a great offensive lineman, and then the rest of them are dog water. Well, because the highest paid offensive line in the entire league. That's what's insane. I understand. It's not just him. It's also your center. I'm not saying on paper the he, but he's not he's not be, earning his keep. Let's put it that way. Yeah. He's not earning his paycheck right now. Let's just put it that way. It's like the Giants um, had Nate Solder. He didn't do much. So it is just one of those things where I don't know. I wouldn't mind necessarily seeing him get come here. Here to Indianapolis. He might be a decent fit. I don't know. I'm, Are you I'm not tired don't... of the constant carousel I was gonna in say, Indianapolis? Well, well first but, off, but, you're going to have to have a different quarterback next season anyway. It's not going to be Matt Ryan. Uh, uh, I, I agree, and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, but what do you do? You go out and draft a college kid? That and you have is... one. Right? Yeah. Sam? Let me Sam, Sam Ellinger will be going to his third year, I believe. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, mean, I'm just saying. I like Sam, and I think he's 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 a good fit for the for the style. I just think that he uh, the the problem here is is you don't we don't have the situation where when you had Peyton Manning kind of obviously be the guy, and then you had Andrew Luck who was the guy. I don't know. I just. I, can we just I don't agree like that the, a good... it's all Andrew Luck's fault? Yes. <laughs> but, again, but at the same time, like the guy, the guy had how many concussions? Uh, I know, no, I don't blame time, him like, for doing what he did. But, yeah. it's, but he, 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 they, they put all their future on Andrew yeah. Luck. He's like, I mean, guys, he, like I'm done with this sport. It's just I stupid. before the season starts. This is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's just one of those things where I think that. Sam Ellinger, because he is, um, uh, he has the ability to get out of the pocket and make some throws and to make some and and to run the ball a little bit. Um, he's a it's a possibility. Um, it's just he does doesn't have like a good veteran leader co- helping. You know what I mean? I feel like Matt Ryan. Yeah, he, he's he's been in the league for a while and all this other stuff, but like. I don't. Is he coaching him up? I, yeah, I don't a think Philip Rivers was that either. It, he was Philip Rivers, the kind of guy is like, "Screw you, man, go sit on the side." Exactly. <laughs> you figure it out. Yeah, and, I mean, he comes just, off like that at least. The way I, he yells I don't at disagree. his teammates and stuff on the sidelines. Yeah, I feel like we're spending way too much time on the Indianapolis Colts. This is. I was trying to get on past uh, that because it, I was going to say, who, you know, who is not the guy. The, the guy that's not the guy is Dak. Okay, I've been saying it, and I've been saying it, and I've been saying it, okay? Listen, yeah, I mean... He's, he's literally in the position, and, and they lose to the Jaguars. Don't get me wrong. The Jaguars are a above-subpar team, like average team. <laughs> but they shouldn't be competing with what is, quote-unquote, the Dallas Cowboys and their defense and, and everything else. You have both Elliot and Pollard healthy. Uh, what are they missing wide receiver wide? What were Nobody. they missing wide Exactly. They, they, I didn't think they were. They weren't missing anybody. They got Schultz. They got they got everybody. They even got you know their offensive lines back, I believe, as well. Um, you know, they've been they've been getting healthy. 
The only thing they haven't been getting is quality quarterback play, it seems. I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, the ja- the ja- listen, the Jaguars, they got the win in this game, and now they're one game out of first place in a not good AFC South. And by the way, it seems like just the South sucks. Uh, <laughs> all the way. This around, is yeah. all the South. NFC and the AFC South is just not the, wrong. The, the, every single team is below 500 or at 500 in that division, in those divisions. I- so. And yeah, and I get it. It was in Jacksonville, but again, it 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 shouldn't matter. Dak should have been able to be the guy in this game and and help and help his team win. And instead, they end up going to overtime, and he throws an interception in overtime for a touchdown. And that right there has been my point all season long, and not only all season, but for a while. And so. You know who- Looks like a guy on the other side of that field. Who? Trevor Lawrence. Dude, over the past five games, is leading basically every major statistical category for quarterbacks in the entire league. Touchdown interception ratio, quarterback rating, um, like yards per attempt, all that kind of stuff. He's leading in everything categories. He's having a good coming out party towards the end of his second season here. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's not. You're not wrong, and and I and I agree with the f- the fact that, um, or what or I go with well, what I was saying is they're not a they're not an average team. They're above average, but probably not top of the league. But they're they're pretty good, right? And you have the Dallas, what is the Dallas defense that everybody raves about? That can't stop him. Yeah, he, he he threw all over them. Uh, they were running all over them. It's, it was interesting yeah. to see that. I don't think they had any injuries on the defense that was significant. No, I don't they, remember seeing they were, that. Yeah, I think they were fully healthy. Yeah, so it's interesting so. to see. I mean, the thing is with Trevor Lawrence, he's just so, he's just so like, he's like Maverick, right? Top Gun. Like he just He just goes out there and he just throws the ball and he doesn't care. I mean, he'll, he'll make he, his mistakes, what, but he he carries it, you know, and keeps it, moving. He just brushes it off and keeps I going. Mean, yeah, and I mean, it's not like he's running the ball over the field. He had three three rushing attempts for twenty one yards. You know, so I mean, he's doing it with his arm. He's doing it with his vision on the field, being able to find an open receiver, um, and uh, and they're just making things happen. We'll did, see. Uh, did Did you guys see the? Um, the wonderfulness uh, of of the Eagles extending some brotherly love out to the Jaguars for being in the Cowboys this week. No, I didn't see that. What happened? Uh, so a staff member of the Eagles decided to send down, I think it was like 35 Philly cheesesteaks from Philly's finest in Jacksonville to the Jaguars team to say, hey, yeah. thanks for being Only 35? them boys. Yeah, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Was Maybe the they got a budget. Instead <laughs> of just to the defense, <laughs> um, but yeah, so they uh, they they sent them some Philly cheesesteak sandwiches and some fries, I guess, uh, from a restaurant called Philly's Finest that's in Jacksonville to the team. That's 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 funny. I like I like when stuff like that happens. It's pretty funny. Yeah, like yeah, hey, that's kind of for- a big troll move. I, yeah. I like. I'm here for it. <laughs> Well, speaking of the Especially Eagles, yeah. so oh. the, the Dallas losing 
puts a nice little gap between the the Philadelphia Eagles and the the Dallas Cowboys there in the divi- division drops the Cowboys back closer to the Giants and the Commanders. Um, so it, you know it's 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 getting a little interesting in that potential did, second spot there in the NFC East. Everyone, did you know that all all the wild card teams are all NFC East? Yeah, right now, currently. They, they've been for a couple of weeks, and, right? And then mm-hmm. you have the Lions that are s- sitting out there, um, which is interesting, right there. Yep. Um, who else is out there for the NFC? Um, Trying to think, who else is out there? Is it Seattle? It uh, might be Seattle. Is kind of sitting out there. NFC Seattle sitting at seven and seven. Green Bay at seven and seven. Are right they in the picture again? With or, this yeah, win. I'm sorry, Green Bay's at six and eight. Yeah, I guess they won. Detroit's at seven and seven. The uh, rest of the team, they're all NFC South, but it's only for the division, not for the wild card. Right. Then then it's just because they're one game out of the division. Yeah. At like five and five and nine. <laughs> Which is crazy. Um yep. but yeah, so <laughs> the Eagles, you know, they got a big win over the Chicago Bears. Um, you know, they would it was a tough game. It wasn't an easy game. Yep. I I I was I'm a, I was a little confused about their game plan. Um, they were throwing a lot, and they got away from their running game, which I don't understand. That you just had Miles Sanders have a ridiculous running attack the previous week, and they were barely utilizing him in the running game. They weren't make, it, setting plays. It seems for him. like it's that way every. It's week, weird. Though. Though. It's it's like one week they'll use yes. they utilize him and he'll get big games. They literally and, started and off the game. game with Gainwell in the backfield for the first two yeah. or three series. It's like he he wasn't even on the field. Sanders. Yeah, uh, and it, you know it, when he's out there, it's it's so a pass. passing play. They're not yeah. rushing Gainwell. I mean, so, towards the end they did. Well, but, eventually, towards the end of the yeah. second half, and you know, they, it's funny because th- there was the drive they scored on before the second half, before the first half ended. They literally they, they handed the ball off three times to Sanders in that in that drive. Like, hello, yeah. uh, you, you, how do you not know how your offense runs when you have Sanders and you have Hertz who can play action run? With Sanders, you establish a little bit of run with Sanders, you establish a little bit of run with Hertz, and then you hit him over the top with AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. Like, what do you do? Yeah, I don't know. It it just seems What do they do? What are they doing? They they do the opposite of what they should be. It's almost like they test the waters. Like, what can yeah. we get away with? It's almost what it's like. Like they're so good right now that they're trying to figure out, okay. This part of the game that we we know maybe isn't our strongest. Can we do this and still beat a team, or like how do we work this out? Um, so I yeah. think it actually Hurts. might have been a little bit a part of the the game plan there. Um, as as we know, Chicago they they're really reliant on their run game, especially with Justin Fields. And typically, when a team is super reliant on their run game, that means they have more time of possession. Yeah, control but, the clock. You know, so I, I wonder if Philly kind of thought that they had to pass more that way they could try to score faster. Um, and uh, you know, again, if Chicago's running constantly, if they get a couple first downs here and there, all that time comes off the clock. I mean, time of possession is actually almost pretty even in this game, but considering that Philly typically controls that time of possession stat throughout every single game, it wasn't in the first half, yeah, it wasn't yeah, in the first, first, in the first, first, first half, first, Chicago owned. 
Well, I mean, yeah, the, the turnovers didn't help. Um, yeah. A couple interceptions in the first half. But, I, yeah, I get your point, Gage. And, but the, my argument to that is the Eagles could do exactly the same and actually would benefit them more to do exactly that. In fact, their running game actually gets them points faster, I feel like, mm-hmm. than just the throwing game. They, they don't have to go for the 60-yard bomb every time in the passing game to get down the field quick. They can rush and have a have you know tackles open up a hole and then or and then you do play action runs uh, with with Hertz and you saw when the way they scored that touchdown the seams just open right in the middle. Oh, dude, that was so pretty. Just, like, there, it, was, it was there was nothing <laughs> nothing that the Bears could do. So yeah. I, I I don't know why they went away from that and it, it's just weird. It's like it's like the Eagles they're like ah oh, they're amazing and then they want to pull you back in and be like guys like. Relax. <laughs> like, we, like we, we, get, we, where you ha- we have some flaws here. We'll show you. This is, we can't do this. this like, look, we'll throw to these guys. We'll give them a, we'll give them a lead. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But, hey, were they 10 and 1? Uh, or, or, no, what? That's not the right word. 13 and 1. 13 and 1. 13 and 1. What was the, get- oh, the 10 I'm thinking of is the Vikings. 10 come from behind wins in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Or ten wins with less than uh, three points, right? Three points or less this season. Like that. Yeah, which I think is a record. Uh, yeah, crazy. So uh, yeah, um, yeah, Eagles. They stay in first place there in the NFC, kind of running away with it a little bit. I feel like, um, but you know, Hurts got hurt in this one, and not really sure if he's going to be starting. That you know, they're getting Gardner Minshew all prepared you know not a bad uh replacement to have for one game maybe two games um Gardner Menchu. so yeah uh, prob- I mean it, it I don't want to say it's a throwaway game because it's a, they're, I mean obviously they're playing the Cowboys so it's there's that there's Definitely that bitter rivalry and and everything but at the same time we already have one win above them or on them down and down we've Dallas. already won the division at this point. yeah we've we already won the seat. division I mean it's it's one of those things where I think that even though the coach says he's still not ruled out, I'm pretty sure he's probably not going to play, especially because it's his throwing arm. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, he, um, he complain and honestly, just just play action rushes all the time, <laughs> the entire game, just just running plays. It, it doesn't make sense to do that because it'll be predictable. But you know. We saw it kind of with Josh Allen a little bit, short throws. Here's and- the thing is, is I like, obviously I say my team because it's the Eagles. Um, I like my team to have this option, get Gardner in there, let him play the game because it's a pretty, it is a big game for the Eagles, um, just personally. And uh, let's see what he can do because you never know. He may, we may need him in the playoffs. You, I mean, well, He's going to have to be able to perform. Oh, you're um, saying Minshew, Minshew, okay. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, I am i don't want to obviously wish anything on on Hurts, our quarterback, but we need to have that solid backup that can go in there and run the offense um, and make the throws um, when needed and stuff like that. But at that point, I, I, you, you'll see... You'll see us... You'll see the, the Eagles go heavy if, if Hurts isn't playing thurs, Thursday, Friday? No. Saturday? Is it Saturday? Yeah. Saturday? Yeah. You'll see him uh you'll see a heavy run offense um 
on Saturday. It works for me in fantasy. Got my Miles Sanders. <laughs> right? right? Yes, sir. It works also against me because I'm playing Gage and playoffs in our our free Uh-oh. for fun league. But it's okay. I yes. don't care if I lose in that league. <laughs> <laughs> Not for money. So, so yeah. That's uh, it's gonna be a good game. I'm looking forward to you know some some Christmas Eve games. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be fun having some Christmas Eve games for sure. All right, we had, uh, uh, your third team, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah my third team. You know, so what were they uh, doing? Kansas City. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing: the Texans. I mean, what are they doing lately? The Texans gave Dallas a hell of a run last week, so yeah, they I got mean, nothing to lose. I mean, I just yeah. you see Dallas lost to Jags, so I mean, does it say that much? I mean, I know that the Jags are I, bad, but doesn't say that much. <laughs> I, I, I like Gage said, they have nothing to lose. They're going out there and they're putting everything out on the line. Even if they win a couple games, like I still think they're in the driver's seat for the number one pick, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's. I think they're pretty pretty locked in there I, i'm trying yeah. to think who the next team is um is it cleveland no bears the bears is the next team but they the bears have yeah. what three or four wins they have three wins the other teams of texans have one all four yeah everyone else has four yeah so yeah so again texans are just going out there they're just playing but i mean and there is the old adage you know any given sunday type deal but at the same time i was like there was a lot of things you know they they i won't say they shut down kelsey but i mean he didn't have a typical kelsey day um i mean he had 105 105 yards just just, but just over 100 yards he didn't have the touchdowns that he he had he's had in previous week he hadn't didn't have any touchdowns as a matter of fact so that i think i think i'm just going for more of a, from a fantasy standpoint of people that i know that have him on their team and they're like he f- me <laughs> and i'm just like he got you 105 yards he got you 105 yards that's good bonus points and stuff you get it's a yeah, pretty that's, productive that's day. more than basically every other every tight end get all this week yeah yeah definitely so I, I Jarek McKinnon, I, they, they, it seems like, you know, Jarek McKinnon's really kind of taken over yeah. a lot of the the running back roles there. I mean, he, more of the pass catching back, which, again, we know Patrick Mahomes likes to throw. So Jarek McKinnon's revitalizing his career. Um, you know, I, I remember so long ago, man, when it was, I think it was Adrian Peterson and Jarek McKinnon back in, you know, on the Vikings. Maybe it was Latavius Murray, too. Um Back then, and I, I remember, you know, being so high on Jarek McKinnon, and then he kind of got hurt, and then he went out of injuries. San Francisco yeah. got hurt, and he just like kept moving around, just getting hurt, and it's just, you know, it, it just never panned out for him. Thankfully, you know, for him, he's healthy right now. He's looking like the Jarek McKinnon I remember from all those years ago, and I picked him up, and I was like, this is my, gonna be my fantasy guy going forward, and the keeper, and you know, nice to see him. Uh, you know, getting the work in there, but he he he's making plays for the past few weeks now. He's been making some big big touchdown catches and runs. So. Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely gotten um some action. Like I don't say like kind of solidified that you know top of the the list of for for them to. He's just the, he's the pass catching back. And yeah, again, the Texans put up points and made them have to play from behind. So the yep. whole lot of Jerk yep. McKinnon, although Pacheco is. Still running well. 
they uh, you know they put up a lot of points on you know opportunities with with turnovers. You know, yeah, uh, Kansas City had two fumbles that led to points. Um, and then uh, after their fumbles, they had three and outs on each drive afterwards. Uh, that that'll definitely cause for someone to score a lot of points who's you know not necessarily the greatest team. All right. Yeah. Fun one that we were all looking forward to on Saturday was uh, the Buffalo Bills and the Dolphins. We knew it was going to be, you know, uh, they were saying a snow globe game. We didn't really get it until the fourth quarter, but hell, man, that was a heck of a fourth quarter. And uh, seeing that snow come down, it was it was coming down hard <laughs> and made it for a very interesting finish there. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure I saw snow coming down in the beginning of the game, but it, it only seemed like it was on the Miami sideline for some reason <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about all the snowballs oh yeah oh buffalo it's better than some you know other things that buffalo fans are known to throw on on the field yeah especially in end zones and yeah you know that you get from the store from around the block that's covered by bushes and stuff so kids don't <laughs> see it um but yeah it, it was it was a little a uh, little icy there a little a little dicey throwing the snowballs I like them throwing it up in the air when they scored touchdowns and stuff, you know, in the in the yeah, was, <laughs> in the, in the crowd, which was that was fun. But yeah, it was they were definitely uh, not safe snowballs for sure. No, yeah it 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 was one of the and it's not like I don't know. Listen, you don't I, walk day, into New York and come out alive, okay? Right. <laughs> I I don't know. I I'm a firm believer. Obviously, you know you have. You have the the heat that everybody was saying, oh, this is what contributed to the Buffalo Bills losing the game down in Miami, blah, blah, blah. I don't care what you say. It is way harder to play in the snow and and in those conditions. See, I hear um, I hear the opposite though. I mean there wasn't there was no the the cold again, there was no snow issues until there was snow issues until the end of the game. It was just the cold. And I, you know, I hear from people it's actually easier in the cold than it is when it when it's in the heat. You know, from professional athletes and stuff, they'll say, "I'd rather it be cold than it be hot." You get dehydrated I mean, a lot it, quicker. It's, it's yeah. not. It's not the heat in Florida. It's the humidity. Humidity and it makes it feel. So it's hot. just. It's just because it's so humid. And I mean, granted, it is ninety five degrees. But when you got a hundred percent humidity out there with that, yeah, yeah, you're literally sweating the second you walk outside your front door, right? And it's suffocating. As your res, as your residential Floridian, I can tell you that a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I guess, I, I, you look, I look back and see some like when I played in high school, and I mean, it got pretty cold towards the end of the season, and uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, you're there's times when you're just you're almost numb to it. Like right. you're numb to like the pain <laughs> from being hit as yeah. a running back. So it's like you're already cold and numb. So it's like, yeah, it hurts, but it doesn't maybe hurt as bad. I don't know. It, it just elements are what they are. Uh, it was still a very close game. Um, I, you know, the, the bills were just a better team. Yeah. I mean, they, they leaned a little bit and I, I was talking about this with some of the people in my fantasy group chat, you know, just how, you know, they're going to, they're going to, I, I saw envision that game, especially if it was going to be snowing the entire time that it was going to be a big kind of like check down game to, uh, either the running backs or 
to uh, Knox, if for example, for Buffalo, and I thought they had the edge there. So you know, that's I thought Buffalo was gonna you know kind of have this one in the bag. But you know, Tate to to look good. They got that open throw to Waddle. You know, Waddle got behind the defense somehow. Um, but Buffalo's defense locked it down towards the end of that game and made sure that yeah. Yeah, the ball was in the quarterback's hand by the end of that. So, yeah, it was a, it was a good game. You got Cole Beasley, got a couple catches in there, getting welcome back into the, the Buffalo Bills lineup. Um, but, yeah, it was good football overall. Um, it's fun to watch that game. Well, the Saturday games are really good. Um, yeah. The Ravens and, was it Cleveland? It was, eh. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> eh. Two, two, uh. As as uh, Wait, was it Cleveland? No, it wasn't Cleveland. Yeah, was it Cleveland? Pretty sure. Yeah, I, I thought there was so. two backup yeah. quarterbacks. Because I remember, I just yeah, I just watched Annie's freaking uh, video before we we started this, and she's like, "We're just gonna skip past you guys." Because yeah, <laughs> I gotta go watch the video. It's good. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was a pretty good. It. Yeah, there's no Lamar Jackson in that game. Obviously, you got the quarterback on the other side who no one's you know happy with still. No one plays spectacular by any means. Just it's kind of a brush over game. Yeah. There's so many backup quarterbacks that are playing. Like you had who was Arizona, who'd they play again this week? Because I mean it was like Denver. Denver, yeah. Denver. So you had two backups lost. there. Yeah. Um you had Colt McCoy, who also got hurt. Um yeah, Trace <laughs> McSorley came in. Yep. And then yeah, Denver that had the backup in because Russell Wilson wasn't healthy. Um, it was that was just a game not to watch. Uh, <laughs> there was some really good ones, and there was some that eh, nobody really cares. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was, there was a pretty good game, the Giants and the Commanders. Um, yeah, that was big. That was big for those teams. Um, and the Giants, there's some controversy with that. The way that game ended, the you know. Terry McLaurin lining up oh, off the line of scrimmage and you know not covering the the guard and getting called for a flag there. I mean that didn't have any effect on the way things played out. It didn't mean anything, but it could have. It could have. Yeah. It was just a weird situation. You know, you watch well, the replay. He says he checked with checked. And if you I don't, watch I the replay, he's pointing at the ref. The ref gave him one time like move up a little bit. He moves up a little bit, he points back at the ref again, and the ref doesn't say anything, he doesn't do anything, and, and he just like starts grabbing for his flag. He, you know, he's supposed to say, like, you're good or you're not. Like, I don't know, they were talking about it on all the sports shows and everything, and with well, former players and, and are, are they coaches. supposed to? Are they, they supposed yes. to tell them? They're, yes, like, the, they the, have that's to the point them. of that line judge. Like, I've always just thought it was like, kind of like a thing that they... They just did out of I don't want to say common courtesy, but courtesy. Yeah, I mean the thing is like, hey, like I don't, I, you don't. The, the way it always has been is what you know the the coaches and stuff. And I think I don't know if it was Rex Ryan I saw talking about it. it was that that's literally the point of that line judges to to see that, and then the that's why you always see the wide receivers always pointing to the line judge when he lines up on the outside because he's 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 asking him, like, am I good? And the line judge is supposed to tell you you're good. Or you're not like, hey, move up a little bit. And if you do, you if you move up, they're like, all right, you made the effort, like whatever. It's it, it has no effect in the play. Now, yeah, now honestly, if you're further yeah, but, behind the line, it's actually isn't yeah. that worse? 
Like, I don't understand how that's a detriment or an advantage. And he wasn't even involved in the play. Wasn't involved in the play. Had nothing to do with him or anything. <laughs> it, it it just was silly. It was a weird thing looking, but, you know, hey, I was like, all right, this works out for me. I'm on good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but is it because he already told him once to move up? I, I mean, it could be, he, but... He, he didn't really, like... He, he barely he, moved. He, 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 he did shit. He shimmied. Yeah. yeah. yeah so. I mean, he took, like, a half a step, but in reality, I mean, there's... It's he was like behind he the line, like, three yards, he was, four he yards was a good deal behind the line, to start, yeah. yeah. So, but, I, I mean... How did I mean I get it like I played some red wide receiver and I get it like it's not necessarily always the easiest especially on the far side but like you know where the ball is right being spotted at so I mean, you know it's, it's if, if those, it's on the 25 yeah you need to be on the at least the 26 if you're going the op- other way obviously I think it's so, one of those things where you know they always say like the refs should not decide a game Right, and the ref almost decided a game there by a silly little thing like that yeah. has zero effect on anything that's going on. Because again, like I don't understand if you're behind the line of scrimmage. However, it doesn't matter to me if you're further behind the line of scrimmage when the play starts. Don't you? Aren't you at a disadvantage? You have more ground to make up to get yardage. Like I, I and you have more. T- give more time to the defense well, to react there, to you. There's the coverage. There's the coverage aspect. I get of it, it, but if you're on the line, you, you can. And you, and that guy gets the ball, they're all going to shift over to him if he's f- far behind the line. You know what I mean? I don't know, yeah. but it didn't matter because um, they still scored the touchdown, the Commanders at the end there. Um, but then they went for the two point conversion, and yeah, the two point conversion. The wide receiver, I think, it was Curtis Samuel, was getting mauled in the end yeah. zone by the Giants defender. Uh, yeah, no call. Bit situation where the the refs don't want to decide a game i get that they put the flags away a little bit and let them play it but you know how do you do that it's that's something is like well just because it's a big play doesn't mean you should get away with literally doing something illegal right um and that was a deciding factor in the game um that did end the game effectively right there um i'm not going to complain because it led to a win for the giants (laughs) Giants played pretty good. I mean, the offense still is not great. Um, they moved the ball when they needed to, which was nice. They had one pretty big drive, a 90-plus yard drive to go ahead um, and take the lead. Daniel Jones can still, you know, he, he makes plays with his legs. He's not flashy. He's not, he's not going to be, you know, the you know, front-page news or back-page news on NFL.com. Um, He's just going about his business and getting the job done with a still not great offensive line and uh, not much wide receivers to uh, speak of. Tight ends are not pass-catching tight ends. They're mostly blocking tight ends. Um, so it was a good win. The defense looked pretty good for the Giants. So it'll be, it'll be, uh, it'll be a test this week. They, they face off against the Vikings. Again, Justin Jefferson, KJ Osborne have just been lights out. The past few weeks, um, if Kirk Cousins wants to play for a full game, they might be in trouble. <laughs> uh, so, do you uh, do you guys know what might be a big test this week? Is this this big uh, weather storm or whatever that's coming through the entire U.S. with the temperatures? I know yeah. uh, you're you're going to be filling it up there, Tommy. I'm sure. In oh York, yeah, right? it's going to be like twenty in the twenties. 
Christmas I mean, it's, weekend. I'm Chris. Yeah, Christmas Eve here in Florida. It's going to be 25 degrees. Ooh, you, will you see maybe some some flurries down there? They don't have anything projected. Oh, right. that sucks. It, so we're we're yeah. supposed to get dumped on starting Thursday night. Sounds oh. like watching a Colts game. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that you know we we talk about the uh, the, the Buffalo game. Obviously, we might see that kind of league wide this. This coming week, except for yeah. you know dome games, there was a lot of snow um happening in games. I mean, in Chicago, there was some snow. There was uh yep. some snow in Cleveland, um, and even with the Vikings, it was snowing outside. They're just in a dome. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, we had a potential for a lot of snow this weekend, and they were good this weekend coming up. So. All right, I'm trying to think if there's any other highlights from from teams and games. I think we basically touched on all of it, so why don't we jump into you know our favorite worst segment of the podcast, which is Gage's top five trash can power stankins. I mean rankings. Stankins. You know, you no, know, yeah, just keep right, adding on all, all of these adjectives. How bad it is, but the, by the time I finish, you guys are like, you know, I respect it every single week, and and except just, for except for one thing that I never really respect. But you, you're starting to make me respect it. But go on. Okay. All right. Listen, I, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little quick with this. I'm basically no. just gonna give everyone number five. Okay. Okay. Um. But basically, uh, we got the same rankings as last week, guys. Nothing's changing. Number five, we got San Francisco 49ers again. They got another win this week on Thursday, right? Yeah, the Thursday game this week. Yep. Right? Against Seattle. Um, team is was running through McCaffrey and Kittle all game long. Brock Purdy looks solid. Yep. Um, defense is it's it's their defense, you know. Uh, they did a very good job shutting down a division opponent there. Um so, defense wins uh, championships. I, it does. Um, yeah, so 49ers at five. Um, we'll see uh, how they look over the next week. They can maybe move up. They go against the Commanders on Christmas Eve, followed by the Raiders Cardinals. Uh, they have a very good chance of winning out to finish at uh, 13. Yeah, it looks four. like an easy schedule to finish off the season for them, potentially. Yeah, I think Commanders, commanders probably, can be tricky. Yeah, probably be the hardest, hardest game for the rest of the schedule. Um, number, number four. four. Remind us. Since Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Um, Joe Burrow is him, as the kids say. <laughs> uh, I, his team was losing 17-3 to three at the half. And they proceeded to score 31 unanswered points. Who were they losing to? Uh, Who the they Tampa beat? Bay Buccan- the, the Buccaneers. My, my forsaken team. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's that's yeah yeah. They looked so good in the first half, and then it just went it went you down. Know what? Yeah. Um. But hey, you know it's it's one of the those things. Uh, when stuff like that happens, it's like you kind of give them a little bit more respect. You know, when you're down by two touchdowns, and then you just steamroll them in the second half, making all the adjustments from a coaching standpoint. Executing from a player standpoint, um, Joe Burrow had a you know big game, especially in the second half. Jamar Chase came alive in the second half. Um, so they're staying at number four. So if um, they if I, they I get look, respect for that, where's the Vikings' respect? 
If they're sitting at six for me. Okay. Largest comeback you know, in, I, in NFL history. Yeah, yeah. Against, points. against um, you know, the Colts. Right, so. who's, who's probably just as good as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> number three. Um, number three. Uh, we are sticking with the Buffalo Bills at number three. Mm. You don't think Buffalo Bills move up after this win? I no, I and don't. Kansas City struggles. I mean, you know, they they struggled. But it was it was you know again opportunities that the they Texans. gave the other team. Yeah, absolutely. And so did you know Dallas, and you know we'll see whoever struggles against Texans next week. But uh, you know they held out strong. It's not like Patrick. Well, I'm hoping any- that. Next week, it's because it's Tennessee facing off against the Texans. I'm hoping the Texans struggle against the, the, uh, the Tennessee struggles against the Texans because I'm going against Derrick Henry in my fantasy football league this week, and I'm yes. not looking forward to uh, that uh, matchup. On both, on both <laughs> leagues. Oh, you have Derrick Henry too. I have, I have Derrick Henry as well. Oh God! <laughs> so you, you might be out of the playoffs. I, I don't care in that, that league, but it's the other league. Listen, that other league, I got, I got JJ. I got Diggs. I got, uh, I've got Sanders. I've got mm-hmm. uh, Allen. I've got Jarek McKinnon. I've got Knox. I've got Jerry yeah. Judy. I got, I've got a team. So I'm hoping my team pulls out another big 180 point week like it did last week. Anyway, number two. Well, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, well, real quick to, to finish off the bills there. Right, sure. Um, the 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 remaining schedule. They got the Bears that's coming up. Uh, week. Um, we'll see if Justin, Justin Fields gives them any trouble. Then we have a Cincinnati Bengals and Bills in the week after on uh, January 2nd. That'll and be then a they big finish test. off. Yes. And then they finish off with the Patriots. And we know the Patriots has a great defense. Um, their uh, previous game against the Patriots earlier this year, they did win 24 to 10. Uh, we'll see how that kind of shake, uh, shakes out for them. That was in uh, Foxborough, too, right? So this last um, one's gonna be yes. in Buffalo. This one, this one will be, in, be in Buffalo. Gonna be in Allen's and house. Have, yes. Um, yeah. Number two, and that was Mac Jones. Okay. Number two is gonna be the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, despite their struggles this past week with the Texans, um, the struggles weren't on the quarterback. They were on fumbles by ball carriers. Um, so I'm not going to hold it against that team as a whole. Obviously, you don't want to have fumbles in general, but Pacheco had a fumble, and then I want to say Juju had a fumble, um, yeah. which created short field positions for the Texans to uh, again, you know, seize that opportunity, score, get some points on the board, making it a close game. Um, I, I think the Texans only had a drop over 50 yards once in the entire game. So again, they're just making the most of their opportunities. I don't see that happening too often for Kansas City. What happened three turnovers the previous week? Uh, those ones were on. Uh, I'm just saying, Mahomes. things are happening. Okay. Things, are, things happening. are happening. But uh, you also lost to the Bills. That wasn't that one was a close game though. Uh, let's see, who does Kansas City have to finish out? Kansas City has Seahawks, Broncos, and Raiders. Yeah, so an easy finish. Um, Feel like they have. An they easy should be able to take there. out the Broncos, um, even though the defense did hold Kansas City the last game. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Um, they did hold them qu- quite a bit. Um, hey, actually, no, they, they still put up 34. No, it, was, it, it came out to a quick start, that was, but that was, again, t- some turnovers, I think, too. And yeah, then Russell yeah, Wilson started and turning it up. Russell finally started cooking for the first time this season. And then get hurt. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think it, it'll probably be a very easy one for them. It is at Kansas City. Um, they have Seahawks at Kansas City, and then they go to Vegas for the final game of their regular season. But, yeah, they should, you know, I think they've got a good chance of winning out for the rest of their schedule, putting them at 14-3. and three. All right, and number one. Number one, the one-loss Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Uh, Jalen, Jalen Hurts is going to win MVP. Uh, if he doesn't, it's rigged. Even if he doesn't play this week, I don't see why anyone else would give him, you know, not give him the MVP for missing out on one week to really just kind of rest up for the end of the season and playoffs. Obviously, there's the biggest game this week against the Cowboys on Christmas Eve, followed by the Saints and Giants. Um, if if Hertz starts this week, I feel like they went out for the rest of the, the season. If not, they might have a hard time against the Cowboys a little bit with Minshew, but I think Minshew is a very serviceable backup. Um, he plays a very similar style to Jalen Hurts. He's pretty mobile. Not as mobile, but he is mobile. Um, and he, he's, he's got a pretty strong arm, so he can definitely make use. Also, Alice Goddard should be back yep. this week. They they brought him back off IR, so yep. As long as uh, practicing comes out well, he should play this week. They said. I like it. I like it for the Eagles. Well, hopefully, again for the Eagles' sake, Hurts can uh, can make it through here. He's not too hurt. That'd be good. But that's our rankings for this week. Um, by the way, just to make this clear. Um, ESPN has the same rankings I do, and that's obviously again. I'm repeating my so same you, ones. You, so you stole it from ESPN. No, I got it. Got no, it. No, 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 no. I had mine the same as last week. Mm. They did not have the same one, mm-hmm. so they're a week behind. If you ask me, so I, I, I think it's, I think it's kind of like, I mean, if if you put anybody besides these teams, I think you're kind of being questioned a little bit. I think the only team that maybe you can put in the top five. That you know can maybe supplant some, another team would be the Vikings, but I wouldn't even. And it's funny because the Vikings have probably what is it like? They they have the same record as the the Bills yeah, and, the, and the and Chiefs, right? Yeah, they're eleven and three. Yeah, um, but you know, just like you've said all season, but, you got one half cousins. One um, yeah, one half cousins. Uh, so it's but there's something to be said for. I mean, this is the difference between last year and this year. Last year, they were losing those one-score games. Yeah. This year, they're but winning them. They turned yeah, it around, sure. and they have all these fourth-quarter comebacks now. So, um, listen, I, I mean, I, I think, honestly, the, the, the Bengals and... Uh, I think the Bengals and San Francisco can be a little bit higher um, in the top five, and I would maybe move down the Bills and the chiefs a little bit because they just kind of, I feel like they're just, I don't know. They're just kind of almost skating away and kind of finding ways to not lose a game. Like they're almost losing a game. They're not, 
they're not taking games and running with them like they they were doing. Um, are you are you saying move the Bengals and and Forty ers above above both of those teams? I think so. That would be that would be my take. Are you, are you just saying that because if like obviously uh, uh, the Bengals have won like six straight, six or seven straight? I'm saying that I, I'm saying they're they're healthy now. Yeah. The Bengals and mm-hmm. the defense is coming on, and they're finding they're they're finding their footing again. And well, the like so I, are... I, so so there was there was this thing that that maybe we could do this next week. Um, I was listening to the radio, and they brought up a, a, an interesting point. If we were ranking, if we were ranking the 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 top five or top six or top ten, whatever, based off of uh, like the college football rankings and how they how they have a selection committee and how they mm-hmm. figure it out. How would we rank them? Maybe that's something we can do in the next podcast together. And I think we could maybe we could have some fun with that. Um, where we start saying, okay, whose whose wins were bigger, whose losses were bigger, you know, those things, as opposed to just looking at on paper and what we what we believe um, based off of some of the names that are in the lineups for teams. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it that way and yeah. And I think the Bengals are a little bit have, have stronger wins. They have, you know, or or, or, they have some big wins. I mean, at the end of the day, they also also have some big losses. Kansas city hasn't beaten Joe Burrow yet. Right? No, they are uh, own three. Yes, so that's something to keep in mind. No, yeah, and then I, we'll see I, what happens with Buffalo and and Cincinnati. So by then, I'm sure that could change. Obviously, if Cincinnati beats Buffalo, that's that's the it's a clear answer. That's going to be like your Michigan versus uh, Ohio State, where it's like, okay, well, Michigan's going to be in the number two, and that. Yeah, no, I, I I totally I totally agree. I think Cincinnati might have a more well-rounded team than like say the Bills or the Chiefs. Um, and don't get me wrong, I, I love Burrow. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league right now. Um, but uh, and they have Jamar Chase, obviously. But I think the quarterbacks for the Bills and the Chiefs, they just have this X factor and that puts them above and beyond to where they can really control that game. Um, when they're going against like the Bengals, um, obviously Kansas City hasn't done that yet. I was gonna say but, he hasn't done it yet. So. And, but you know, does that happen four times in a row? I I don't know. Well, sometimes I, a team's just got a team's number, so we'll, yeah, you know, no, for sure. They, you know, it, depending on how things play out, you, they may not even get a chance. The Chiefs, they may not even get a chance. They may end up facing yeah. off again against. Uh, you know, if if they play, yeah. if their cards aren't played right, they may end up facing off against the Bills again. And, and, and if the Bills know, went into Kansas City and won already, so. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing for the Bills too is you know they rely so much on Josh Allen in terms of rushing, and that's yeah. I hate I hate that they do that um, when they have running backs uh, with Singletary and James Cook, the rookie. We're pretty um, good, just because. Yeah, absolutely. And they yeah, uh, they traded for Hines, and they don't use him that much. He's been well, mostly and, special and, teams, and as banged up as he, I mean, he's he's considered healthy. Obviously, but um, you're getting to that time of year where taking a lot of hits this season, and uh, you know one one good Mm -hmm. one, you know, could really throw that 
that arm out of whack and uh and and then now you're really in a in a bad spot for um you know playoff time yeah, stuff he like was, that he was so, limited in practice today for the first time in weeks um so something to keep an eye out whether i'm sure it doesn't it doesn't mean he's not going to play because obviously he played coming off of where his he didn't practice for the entire week and looked right. pretty okay um that next game but still it, you know it's something to just keep an eye out like they're resting him obviously something is potentially aching him he's potentially sore after that game so got something to keep an eye out for um and short, you know, they're, they're playing again Saturday, so. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so that's that's the NFL. Um, we'll leave it at that. Let's move on to some NBA topics. Well, really one NBA topic, topic that's really worth talking about. Um, ben, you want to talk about the Suns and the Mercury being sold? Yeah, so uh, Sarver and a uh, gentleman that's actually got league ties, uh, uh, Matt Ishiba, Ishibia. I, I don't know how to say it. I S H B I A. Um, they agree to uh, a purchase and sell of uh, the Suns and Mercury team to to Matt. Um, he he's considered the majority stake um, on it. I'm guessing there's probably some smaller um, partners in there, but uh, this guy is a billionaire mortgage lender, um, and uh, he's got connections with. Adam with silver and league office. And so they're, they still have to do his background and they have to do the formal vote from the other owners and stuff like that. But they're pretty much just saying that that's expected. It's just a formality. It's expected to go through. Um, but it was 4 billion with a B $4 billion. It's a whole lot um, of money. That's a lot of dollars. Um, because uh yeah i mean phoenix is uh it, i don't know i mean I, I would say that you know you they always say like large market small market i would say they're probably more like a mid market team yeah um in the nba at least yeah in the nba i mean just in general Talk about yeah, hockey that. i mean yeah they're playing in a college arena so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, I would say they're more mid market. I mean, obviously they have Devin Booker and Chris Paul, and they have a you know they have a good squad, but um, that it's not L.A., it's not New York, you know. What I mean, it's not Orlando or Miami, you know. What I mean, like those are the big market, obviously. Um, so NBA big money making. Yeah, um, teams are expensive. Yeah. Um, would- would you say that he might have overpaid a little bit considering the Nets were sold for 2.35 just like three years ago? Uh, well, A, it was three years ago, inflation. So, no. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah I don't know. Like, probably, uh, but... I, th- I think the Phoenix area is like, I feel like it's an up-and-coming area. A lot of people move yeah. there. There are there's I mean if you talk to people there's, that yeah, they actually know some people that live in income tax. Yeah. yeah. I there's a lot of migration from um New York. California. I know a bunch of people from New York as well that's moved <laughs> out to Phoenix. Yeah. Um it's kind of like it's almost becoming the the next Florida in a sense but without the oceanfront property. <laughs> yeah, and um, the humidity. Deserts. Yeah. 
dry heat. Because dryness. yeah, it's dry heat. Uh, because because of those reasons, you you know the taxes and and whatnot. But like just and you got and obviously California is right there, and so like they're being able to migrate, and it's a lot closer for them to move as opposed to move to Texas or Florida or something like that. So um. And there's a lot of people trying to get out of the the extremely ridiculous tax and cost of living in California. So, yep. um, I don't know. I, I think that where it's at now, and I think the, I think that the, they put that kind of number, like, I think it went to that number because, um, yeah, I would say it's probably about half a billion or 500 million maybe too much for well, this time for, for I this mean, time are, are we we ignoring and, and, the fact that the mercury is also included in this deal well i mean, I I, mean not that it not that it, well, i mean WNBA the mercury would be good. worth a billion like, dollars you know like i i don't know how much a, a, a WNBA no. team's valued but i mean you're getting, two, you're getting two entities in, in this yeah well and and the mercury are a always usually a contending WNBA team for the most part, um, you're pretty kind of place for. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just one of those things where they obviously payroll wise, everybody complains about it, not being equal, this and that. I'm like, well, look at the stands. Like it, they're de- So I was, I was talking to somebody about this and we'll go off on this for just a minute, but, um, perception is, is big, right? Um, and, I, I'm a firm believer in butts need to be in the seats for pay to need to go up. It's whole it, WNBA 100% is funded by the NBA. There's not a, I, you can't, you can't, it, you can't tell me one profitable WNBA team when it comes to salaries and all that stuff to what tickets and stuff like that. Now, is that now whose fault is that? Well, I mean, you gotta get, you gotta get fans excited for it. Um, my sister played college basketball um, at Arkansas State, and I was always excited. But I had a vested interest in it because my sister played on her on their team, right? Um, I don't not like WNBA, but it, there's just a, an element to the game that doesn't draw me there. You have like they have to start getting more younger women and and girls or or boys, whatever to be interested in it and if you can't do that it's always gonna be that way so it's like you have to get that draw you have to get that interest and and until you do it it's it's just gonna it's just gonna be the way it is and and you can't justify paying um britney griner while she's an amazing player and 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 she's got a ton of talent. We won't talk about her her choices in life, <laughs> but um, she she she's just not gonna put the butts in the seats like Devin Booker does. It's just not happening. So it, it's one of those things. Like I think if it if you look at it, you waited it. You know you you wait there their salaries based off of how many tickets are sold or, um, you know, here in Indiana, like for the fever, the fever, a decent team also, also like usually, um, and it's, you, you, you can't give away tickets. 
Yeah, I think I, I think I saw um, uh, this the other day, but the WNBA as a whole loses thirty five million dollars. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, and this is also another kind of outstanding thing. But since its inception, um, their first ever sold out game was the first game of the uh, WNBA Finals last year. I'm sorry, this earlier this year in September it was the first sold out game ever. Yeah. But uh any, anyways, kind of a little bit back to the topic. Obviously it's being sold as two teams, but um obviously the one team is technically a, a loss while that you know NBA kind of covers um which Adam Silver obviously like them continuously doing that, keeping the league alive is is still great. Uh you know, to hopefully, you know, keep young women interested and uh, pursuing professional sports and careers. I I Agreed. think that what one of the things that's ab- about it also is you have, like I was saying, you have to get them interested. But um, not not just like oh okay, let's just go catch a game because it's happened. Like you have to like ingrain them a little bit more. Like you you. I, and the reason I say that is obviously living here, you have both, right? Yeah, you see Pacers and you see, but I very rarely do I see the marketing for the for the for the Fever as not nearly as much obviously as Pacers. Now, obviously, the Pacers are making more money for the area and, and everything, but um, there's there's more that needs to be done with it. I I, I but. You, you can't have even your all stars in the WNBA. You know they want to live the lavish lifestyle of some uh, as a of of being a professional sports player and have the big million dollar home and this and that blah blah blah. Well, you can't do that. You have to li- it, that. That's the one thing I don't think that they're understanding is like you have to live within your means type situation. Whereas, and then they're like, oh well, this is why they have you made two hundred eighty thousand dollars last year. And you're telling me you can't live within the means on that? Now, granted, there's the the fees and stuff like that 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 stack up a little bit here and there. Um, you ha- you have to pay taxes on the state that you play your game in because you're getting paid from that state technically. Um, there's a lot that goes into it, but again, it's it, and this goes to just in any any sports in general. Like they really need to do start doing a better job of. And and making sure that these athletes understand like of going through the rookie season stuff, um, and and understanding finances and and having somebody in their corner when it comes to like what they can and they can't spend, because you see it time and time again. You know, a, a big money uh, player or a, a big time contract or lottery pick comes out and then you know that maybe they fizzle out for three four years into the league and they got no money to show for it because they did nothing to save or understand how their finances actually worked yeah that's a big problem across yeah. all sports but you know yeah well yeah that's what I'm, i mean that's yeah, what I'm across all like, sports it, all sports yeah. yeah not just nba but yeah absolutely so so yeah i, I don't know i I'm happy for him. Like I said, it's not finalized yet, but you know, yeah. Um, the deal's not finalized yet, but should be soon. Yeah. Just going through the technicalities of everything. Yep. 
Um, Good for them. I mean, and and it was a tumultuous situation down there with that owner that had, yeah, it had, it was a situation that had to happen type deal. So, um, good for, good for the Suns, good for the Mercury, good for Phoenix, you know, um, hopefully, um, this will help revitalize them. I want to see Chris Paul get a ring. So hopefully this, uh, helps propel their, their desire to play, but I mean, they're playing well. Um, it's not like they're bad. Um, they've dealt with some injuries, stuff like that. But I mean, that that happens across the board. Yeah, we'll see if the the team uh, starts playing a little bit better. We saw the change at the Commanders when they found out that they're looking to sell the Commanders. Yeah. So so if things turn around here. Yep. All right. That's really all I had for NBA. Yeah, I mean, not much no going other on. Ma- yeah, I mean, it's like the NBA and the NHL. Like, there's, there's not, there's not a lot of things that happen because there's so much going on on a day to day basis. Right. It's like there's just little things. It's, you know, just not so many major things happening. You know, with the NHL, you do have uh, the Winter Classics coming up in a couple of weeks here, which is something I'm always excited to see. That Fenway Park this year, um, the Boston Bruins taking on the Penguins. That's January second. That is the day after New Year's. They always do it the day after New Year's. Um, you know, January second is the day after New Year's Day. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, the day after New Year's Day. <laughs> one plus one is two. One plus one is two. <laughs> it's not four. Okay. Nope. Seven. Dang. Um, Somebody lied to me. <laughs> but it, it, this this will be a. I always like the Winter Classic. There's something about. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to cool. an outdoor game, but I I went to a stadium series game. Back in the day, I was in a knee brace. I had a torn meniscus, but you know, I still went, braved the the elements, freezing my butt off, couldn't feel my toes. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I don't know lost that game, but it was, it was uh, it, it's it's a, it's an experience if you haven't done it. Um, so if you ever get one by you, well, not you, Gage, but didn't they have one at Notre Dame? I I think so. Try remember. I, remember I think when. I think the Red Wings might might have played there. No, they played. They the Red Wings played at uh, Michigan. That's right. They played at Michigan. That's where they played. Um, it was like the the largest uh, largest attendance for an NHL game in history because you know what I forget what the field is called there in Michigan. Um, but that that it holds up to like a hundred thousand fans or something insane like that. Um, which is big. Uh yeah. That's the Winter Classics coming up, so keep an eye out for that. It's always fun, like I said. Um, and the other big thing that kind of happened, it, it may not be big to some people, but it's just you know the, the optics and the thing way things went down. Everyone knows John Tortorella, right? It was, sorry, not to, uh, the, um, the Bruins versus the Blackhawks Winter Classic 2019 at Notre Dame Stadium. Oh. Which I was like, I know there, there was one not too long ago. Yeah, what would Chicago be doing up there? Well, I mean, it's, it's in Wisconsin, right? Two-hour, no. Notre, Notre Dame's Dame? in South Bend, Indiana. Oh, Indiana, Indiana, Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's like two-hour drive. Three, maybe three. Yeah, okay. Depends well, that makes, that makes Chicago. sense. <laughs> I, was like, I was trying to think where it was exactly. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so everyone knows John Tortorella, you know, he doesn't parse words or anything with his, he's like the Belichick kind of, of, um, at times he'd be the Belichick of the NHL, 
but at the same time he also tells you exactly what he's thinking and feeling <laughs> he'll, he'll he'll tell you how it is he says we suck tonight we, we're terrible um <laughs> calls people out he doesn't care um there was an interesting thing the other uh this weekend where for whatever reason kevin hayes is basically their best player right now from the, uh, the philadelphia flyers was just just not gonna play basically kind of sent home scratched um and they asked Tortorella about it and they're like that's just between that's between me and kevin um so i have no idea what's going on there another player from the flyers decided to go back to the czech republic um to play there uh, um you left the team as well you know you have tony d'angelo's kind of like on the outs with the flyers as well it's just Things are kind of just uh, unraveling pretty quickly there. I don't know if it's they don't like the way Tortorella coaches, but you know, hey, Tortorella turns teams into uh, players into good players and teams into good teams and competitive teams. So I, I don't know what's going on there in Philadelphia. So um, tumultuous times there for Flyers fans um, who haven't had a, a good team for a couple of years now. They started off hot, but it seems like everything's imploding there. They haven't been pretty. Haven't been that good of late um not really much else to talk about we got a little bit of a lull here now that uh, ovechkin broke 800 goals um other than that we, you know, we we're still at a standstill when it comes to the news with selling the senators nothing really moving on that front yet um a couple of uh small signings not really big signings that are going on in the nhl um extensions um i mean you do have the goalie from edmonton who kind of took over the job uh skinner was signed to a three-year contract uh not not a lot of money but you know it was good good for him uh he, he stewart skinner he just uh well three point three years 7.8 million that's 2.6 it's it's not a big contract but pretty good for goaltenders especially one that's should have been a backup um or maybe even a third string goalie he kind of just stole that job there uh from jack campbell so yeah that's basically nhl news but let's finish it off with i don't know probably probably the thing that was the best thing of, of, of this past month or so and the world cup baby the world cup of football um argentina wins in penalty kicks to capture yeah. the first title in i think for, since the 80s and messi finally gets the world cup the only trophy that he was missing from his trophy case basically um yeah he he uh he he he, he is um you know he's been the best player in the world um and he you know he's getting a little older now and this was basically his last shot and said to be his last shot at getting it. And he came through uh, previous World Cups. He wasn't scoring goals in the in in the tournament rounds, the brackets. Um, but he came through and scored goals in this one. His team stood up with him. You know, it was funny. I was we were watching the I was watching the game here. My wife's an Argentina fan. Um, she's from South America. So she's a big Argentina fan. Wanted Messi to win there. Um we were watching it and kind of I was kind of laughing a little bit. It was like 
did did France watch the Vikings game the day before and was like, we, let's do something. <laughs> let's do what the Vikings did <laughs> and try and come back here. And uh, you mean they, France almost they did it. Almost. Man. Yeah. Mbappe, Mbappe alone. Man. It's just Mbappe decided, guys, get on my back. I'll carry you to the promised land. Right. Um, Mbappe was unstoppable. He almost yeah. scored a fourth one that was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful ball movement and uh, dribbling that he was able to do. He showing you why he's probably the best in the world right now is Mbappe. Um, you know, but France had their cup from the the the, the previous World Cups. He, he has he's has his championship already. So yeah, I'm happy to see Messi get it. You know, this leaves Ronaldo without his World Cup yep. though. Um, he's still yeah, got what, a couple years. I, I don't know. No, I think that's this was his last. I think this was his last. Ronaldo's yeah. last one. He's he was yeah. starting on the bench a couple of games here at the end. Well, um, it's 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 crazy to see the juxtaposition of those two. You know, they're relatively close to the same age, right? They've been linked to each other for the past, you know, fifteen years. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, you got Ronaldo who you know played a little bit in the group stage. Um, but in the last group game, got sat, and then through all the um, elimination games, he didn't play a single minute. Um, and then you have Argentina, obviously, who is literally pushing Messi to be their star player that he is, um, and count on him to help them win this World Cup. Uh, it's just very, very interesting to me, just to kind of like how that kind of played out this this go around. Yeah, no, I, I think it was Ronaldo's. They, 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 because they did it in the one game where they, uh, I think it was the first elimination game. They sat him in the first half, and his his replacement Ramos came in and had a hat trick. Um, and they brought him in to kind of close out the game. Then they 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 moved on to the next round and they did it again, but they they were not performing, so they got him in a, the game a little bit a little bit quicker. Um, it just happened to be too late, and they got knocked out. Um. So yeah, I mean, Ronaldo uh, just it was it was an amazing game though. I mean, yeah, the world it, the World Cup was amazing. Um, yeah, you know, leading up to it and everything, you know how you know, all the penalty kicks, Morocco, um, stunning the world in, in in the way they played, getting the penalty kicks, and their goalie was fantastic throughout. Um, you know, there's some big saves there. I I, I saw some pop up. I didn't I didn't read it, but I saw some pop up about how the Argentinian goalie is being accused of cheating. I'm actually want to look it up and see like what that's all about. Argentinian goalie accused of cheating. I don't know if it had to do like cheating like during the being World on Cup the line or I don't know. I mean, there was one point I remember. Um, it looked like he he uh, he threw the ball away or something when the when they went to line up. Um, when 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 one of the French players went to line up for the penalty kick, like he I think he threw the ball away or something. Let's see, accused of cheating. Let's see what it says. Uh, by the way, did anybody see <laughs> the video of? Of the Argentinian goalie, uh, Emiliano Martinez, oh, ca- carrying the trophy, carrying the trophy, and then just like making an inappropriate gesture with it. Yeah, he he became a twelve-year-old real quick and 
put it on his groin area like it was uh, part of his body. Let's just say that. Um, Good for him. Opine. <laughs> Live in the moment. This this website's trying to get me all these different ads. Um, saying something about you know that is gamesmanship, but some people might call it going beyond gamesmanship. Uh, I'm guessing it had to do with, um, the, I guess the way he threw the ball. Let me see. It was was to set up when Martinez had the ball instead of throwing it in the correct direction. He threw it away from the spot. Yeah, that's what I I noticed that happened. I was like, what's going on? Oh, so action. like he was rolling it to the like, he, like he, the X is oh, in one away. spot, he, or, he, he, yeah. he far away, like out of the box. Yeah, it's like you do that, like in pickup basketball. Like you would be like checking the ball up top, and instead of throwing it right back to him, you like throw it off to the side or whatever. Yeah, yeah, oh, um, yeah. It's it's all. It sounds like it's more of a mental it, and you know, yeah. Kind of gesture. I mean, I've I've seen. I mean, I, I've seen the way these guys get try and get in each other's heads. It's like playing basketball, <laughs> you know, they're trying to get the ultimate psych out. You, you know, your sister sleeps with Squeak, you know, <laughs> basically what's happening. And they walked up, you know, he walked up, he said something to one guy, and he got a yellow card for it, actually, during the shootout. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think people are probably making a lot out of nothing. I guess, you know, throwing the ball away, I guess, is a little bit extreme. Um. But is it like? I guess I mean the French player was laughing about it. Um, I, I mean I, again I've seen the I, we saw it in this World Cup. I mean the Morocco goalie said to I mean, the, it was the Spain player, he was he's like, like "Hey, I know where you're going bounds. with this with this with this kick," and like basically was yelling at the Spanish uh, kickers, uh, penalty kickers, and got in their head. But like, if you can't. If throwing the ball to the wrong spot is it's not cheating, it's it's just kind of like a dirty action, I guess. I don't know. I don't agree with it. It, it doesn't affect the outcome at, at the end of the day. It's not like he put something on the ball. He just right. It's like calling a timeout before the kicker kicks a field goal. That's basically what it's like. Yep. Or or in football when it's first down and the time's ticking and someone kind of like just sits on the ball and takes their time right. getting up or sits on the runner or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's gamesmanship, right? I mean, like yeah. saying that's cheat that's actually more cheating than what he did in my opinion. Because you're actually affecting the outcome of the game the time, because you're taking yeah. time away. Yeah. Um I that in my opinion, that would that to me would be considered more cheating. But I don't know. But anyway, um I think it was one of the best World Cup games because it, it was two nothing, and then around the seventy seventh minute, France scores a goal and Mbappe scored uh, on a penalty kick, and then Mbappe scored another goal like a few minutes later, like two or three minutes later, and tied yep. it up. Went into extra time. Um, Messi scored in extra time, and Mbappe comes back with another penalty kick <laughs> in extra time to tie it up, and then it went to penalty kicks, and uh, yeah. The goalie made two big saves uh, from from Argentina, and then the Argentina oh, penalty kickers. How about that slow miss. roller by Messi there? And, and the and penalty, penalty kick? Yeah, yeah. That was just that's confidence right there. <laughs> you just want to make sure he didn't miss the net. That's basically what it was. Like, don't miss the net. Don't miss the net. It's ballsy. I don't. I. I don't even know like how you approach that as a penalty kicker or a goalie. Goalie, it's just strictly luck. No, it's not. 
You don't think so? They, they, no, they, they say okay. there's I, a little bit of watching right. the hips and stuff. It, it, I mean, there's there's luck, but like, I don't I don't know if I ever really talked about it that much, but um, when I was 15 years old, I played competitive stalker mm-hmm. from the age of four or five until I was uh, 15, which is when because I'm from a really small town in Kansas, so. Um, like we didn't have AAU option. We didn't, or, you know what I mean? Like travel teams and stuff like that. Like right. that wasn't really, like we just had our, um, you know, local league that was, you know, and it wasn't even for our town. Like it was for the town that was a little bit bigger than us up about 15 minutes away. And we had to play in that league. Um, so I played in that league and then I played, I did play on a few leagues in Wichita, um, but it was really hard to keep up with just because of the travel because it was about 40 minutes drive mm-hmm. um, on top of other sports and stuff like that. But um, when I was 15 years old, I got offered a semi-pro contract as a goalie to play for the Wichita Wings, which was at the time, again, it, it they weren't like Kansas City, whatever they are, um, level. They were just the league right underneath that. Okay. Um, but I, I had a, I got offered, uh, a contract to go play and be a goalie, um, at 15 and I, like, I had my own coach, um, growing up as a goalie, I had a goalie coach, um, in three years, I never had a goal scored on me. It, you read, a, it's a lot of body language. Um, but it's also a lot of, a lot of core work. Like if you're able, so one of the biggest one of the biggest uh like what i would do for training and stuff like that was i would ha- my coach would be standing above me and i would have to lift my bot and like he would hold my legs together and i would have to lift my entire front like top body of my body off the ground and i have to swing back and forth and stop or block the ball and he's chucking it down at my face or or whatever and like you want to talk about a core workout <laughs> Um, it was pretty crazy, but, um, a lot of it, you're, you're reading into knowing typically which side, knowing which players are going usually where, right. like control wise, their foot, um, foot also being able to see where it strikes off their foot. Um, so once you can read those things and you know, and it's almost like, it's like any other sport, like, right. You, you study the quarterback and you, you know, like he's, his tendencies to do this or this or that. Right. It's the same way with the ball striker and, and soccer. And so like you lean to, to going to that way because you already know it's going to go to that side. Now, if they, you know, if, if for some reason they can, they, they switch it up on you. But for the most part, once, especially at that age, like, I th- I felt like it was like they're not going a different way, you know what I mean? Like, right. but uh, but this was obviously several years ago. The game and players have evolved way more than where <laughs> where where we were at. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, there definitely is there's some luck that's involved in, in on it. But um, w- I mean, I was on pretty good teams. Like, we never got to the point where we had to have a shootout or anything like that. So. <laughs> um, we had some really fast guys that could do stuff with the ball, and so we would jump out to a pretty good lead. So I wasn't ever really having to worry about any, unless somebody did something stupid in the box. 
<laughs> ever happen to take on a penalty kick here or there. Gage, but, is it just me or Ben want to just brag about how jacked he was? No, no, he def- he de- he definitely wanted to, to brag for sure. Like, oh, look at me. I could have been a pro soccer player. It was definitely some. There's definitely some trying to talk Maybe about a when he was bit, younger but how ripped but then he again, was. It's like, so, oh, dude, I was jacked in the core, dude. <laughs> like, I mean, I was scrawny, but my core was so strong. Yeah, it was insane. Listen, folks, those of you who don't know, that man has a bigger beer belly than you. Oh, I do now, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Right but now he's got a some... soccer ball in that belly. <laughs> yeah, he's got a soccer ball. <laughs> in the coach belly, finally sure. shoved that ball down his throat. Yeah. Um, but well, in <laughs> back in the day, man, I was scrawny. I graduated at 166, 165 pounds, dude. Damn. I was little jacked. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying though, you, you, like you said, small town in Kansas, not like, you know, you're playing in Miami or something. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, a hundred percent. But to, to be able to, to go to play when I did play in the leagues and then to get noticed from a semi-pro soccer team, I mean, that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's um, cool, for sure. Um, Should have been on Team USA, right? You could have won us a World Cup by now. M- maybe. Yeah, Who knows? I, I don't understand why you didn't take a contract that was in front of you, but <laughs> I think that's a, <laughs> well, that's, that's, I I think that's a topic for another day. Well, the, like I was saying, like, for one, it wasn't my, like, true love sport. Like, basketball has always been and always will be, like, my number one sport in my life. And so... That was one of the reasons. And then two, it was just, I mean, it's not like they were offering me hundreds of thousands of dollars. It was like <laughs> a little bit of money and it was. Want to go to the movies less. this Saturday? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the time that I would have had to devote to it would have completely like, I mean, I would, I would end up being like a homeschool kid, like all that stuff. And mm-hmm. Yeah. So Listen, I, know, I know you served your country in the military, but you could have served your country in the World Cup, man. I could have, yeah, I could have been uh, Tim Dwight or whatever. <laughs> Tim, Howard. Tim Howard, that's a, yeah. Tim Howard, ladies and gentlemen, now starting goalie for your USA yeah, right. soccer team, Ben Milhoff. <laughs> a lot of people don't. They don't. They're, I, not, not too many people know that story as far as like the soccer aspect because they know me from basketball and. First time hearing it, but uh, yeah, it was. We just know you're a jack of all trades. Jack of all trades, master of none. (laughs) Same, 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 same. But uh, anyways, it was great. Uh, One quick thing on that though: Uh, Salt Bay breaks FIFA rules and is slammed for holding the cup. So I guess he helped himself to the field and grabbed the World Cup. And uh, was holding it, and uh, that's a big no-no. Who's uh, Salt Bay? The so the guy that does the little salt down his elbow thing. Oh, the guy that like like he, he, the he, chef. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was there. Yeah, yeah, he was there, and I, I guess I, he's from South America. I don't know where exactly. I mean, maybe it's Argentina. I'm guessing. I don't know. Um, Breaks but he, FIFA I mean, rules. Th- this. Th- yeah, he. I mean, isn't it obvious <laughs> against FIFA rules for a fan to, t- <laughs> yeah. to hold the cup? Yeah. So, I don't know. There's supposedly, you know. Listen, FIFA needs to get a hold of themselves. They need to relax that, themselves. Get off their pedestal for a second. Someone well, touched have... a cup that shouldn't have. <laughs> well, I mean, my one thing, like, 
yeah, okay, he's a celebrity, this or that, but like, what's he doing there in the first place? I guess, uh, unless he owns the team or part of the team, I don't know. Why doesn't FIFA talk about or hold people accountable for all the people that died making this World Cup happen? Yeah, right. Let's let's get off of somebody. Let's focus on the real issues here. Yeah, some celebrity TikTok guy. Some guy with his slimy hands, slimy, salty hands that could potentially (laughs) ruin the brine of the the World Cup trophy. I wonder if he salted it. We got a guy. I I didn't see if he did. Whacking off a trophy. National I wonder TV. if he, I wonder if he did the salt thing on it. That'd be amazing, actually. <laughs> I have to look and see if he walked up to it and did like his little took some salt out of his out of his pocket. And I gotta look. Just... I gotta look that up now. But I anyway. All right, gents. Um, that's the news in the sports world. Um, nothing to touch base really on with the major league baseball. It's kind of slow sailing here. Um. Yeah, some big big matchups coming up here in the NFL this week. Looking forward to it. Um, yeah, we'll talk some more, gentlemen. Have a have a, a great holiday. Those that are celebrating Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah. Yeah, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, everybody. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Yes, all those things. Um, and uh, when we talk yeah. about dirty, some uh, some good cheer and things that we could do good for the holidays there you go uh one of those things would be guys this is uh we just thomas engage myself um we don't take any kind of pay for this podcast or anything like that we just do this to do it and have fun um but one of the ways that you can help support one of the causes or the cause that we um do this for is and that's to help with Raising funds for underprivileged kids in area in rough areas and stuff like that, and that's to help pay for equipment and sports fees and stuff like that for those um, that may not have that opportunity. Um, it give it put money into those areas. Um, so if you go to our link tree, um, I think you can still do it from Twitter. I don't know. It yeah, was, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. <laughs> uh, on Twitter, you could get to the. You can find all the um, places that you. If you're still looking for gifts or something like that. Use those um, a percentage of in, of in using that link um, goes towards those things. So uh, uh, we would really appreciate it. Uh, again, we we don't look for a monetary um, aspect for this. For us, this is just us friends getting together and having a good time and talking sports and and going over um, you know what's happened over the last week. Uh, it would mean a lot to us though if you could. And did use those links though. Whenever you're purchasing something, whether it be from Fanatics, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, what? There's a, a StubHub. I think there's a, there's a few options on there. So check out the the link on uh, on our main case sports talk podcast um, Twitter page and uh, and help us out that way. Um, for that, um, I think that's about it. I'm ready to go. I'm gonna go uh, do some stuff. I don't know. I got stuff I gotta do. My yeah. wife says, anyways, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the honey do list. I gotta cook. Uh, I'm 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 responsible for cooking for uh, Christmas Day, so I gotta start getting prepped for that. Awesome. Um, yeah. All right, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure. Definitely, again, everybody. Again, happy guys. holidays to you and your family. Thank you, everybody, yep. for listening. Thank you.
appreciate you all. Tell everybody about us. Yes. Let's tell blow your friends. Up. Yeah, tell your friends, guys. Everybody tell them, hey, come check out this podcast. Tell They're the weird guy three, just stands on the three street three idiots that <laughs> all day. Just be like, hey, yeah. can you listen to a radio or you got a phone or something? Yeah. Man Cave Sports Talk podcast. Yeah. Everybody's put it, doing put it. Put on your work radio. It's, it's okay. Everyone yeah. can listen to us. Everybody's Everybody doing in the it. office, you know. Yeah, put over loudspeakers. Especially the last couple of days of the year here, you know be awesome <laughs> thanks again guys have a great week and uh we'll see you we'll, we'll we'll be back next week yeah we'll talk about the holidays yeah all right